Hi, my name is Stacy, and this is the Creative Table Podcast, a place where everyone has a seat at the table because we are all creatively made. Today is Monday, Thursday, the Thursday of Holy Week. It is the start of the major events in the days leading up to the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. In the Christian world, Easter is the holy event. There are a lot of things I could say about this day in particular, but I think one of the things that has struck me the most since this past Sunday, which was Palm Sunday, is that as I look at the week leading up to the crucifixion of Christ, just how many times he was sitting around a table. Indulge me for a moment as I share some of my heart on this subject. Jesus was a lover of people. He loved the sick and the poor and the rich He loved those who had lavish homes and those who had no home at all. He loved those in large families, and he loved the widow with no family to care for her. He loved the strong and able-bodied, as well as the ones who were weak and lame. He loved the worldly prostitute, and he loved the innocent children. He loved his people, his dear friends. He loved his band of twelve brothers who were intimately woven into each of his daily breaths. Jesus also loved a particular family who had celebrated with him, had often taken care of him while he was traveling, and with whom he mourned and cried with the sisters, Mary and Martha, the day that he raised their brother Lazarus from the dead. Jesus loved his people so much that he spent some of his last days and hours on earth with the friends who had become family to him. I can only imagine how precious and treasured these times must have been. As he shared meals, told stories, and laughed, it must have been unspeakably emotional as he looked with great love around the table and into the faces of those whose names would soon be written not only on his heart, but also on his hands as he hung from a cross. Just a week prior to his death, he sat around a table with his friends, eating and sharing and enjoying time with each other. It was in the middle of this dinner that Mary shocked them all. She had spent so much time watching him. I'm sure many times she watched him from afar with the other women who were relegated by their culture to the farther side of the crowd. But here, in the home of Simon the leper, another dear friend, here is where she took the opportunity to give back to Jesus just a small portion of service compared to what he had given to her. I imagine she waited perhaps until there was a lull in the conversation, bellies filled with rich food and hearts filled with this amazing love from their community of friends. Then, She could no longer contain the love that was pushing her to do something extravagant. And the only extravagant thing she had was held in the beauty of a small alabaster jar, perhaps a family heirloom, one that sat on a shelf for an emergency that they would pray they would never need to use it for. She had spent so much time at the feet of Jesus in wonder, listening to his word, She spent time at the feet of Jesus in her darkest hour, believing he would perform a miracle. And now she takes that jar, that heirloom, from her garment as she prepares to extravagantly give at his beautiful feet that will soon be wounded and bloody. 
She broke the alabaster jar, poured the fragrant and very expensive perfumed oil over the head of her friend, her Lord, her Jesus. The amount in this vase was worth an entire year's wages, and yet she poured it in abandon over the body of her Savior. No sacrifice she could bring was too great or too costly. Please note that because Jesus will die a criminal's death, he was going to be denied as criminals were the societal anointing of spices and perfume after his death. So this singular act that Mary was walking out, this act of love, saved him from the disgrace of a criminal's death and burial. In stark contrast, just hours after this moment, one of his band of brothers would sell him out for a mere 30 pieces of silver. It boggles my mind that after so much time with Jesus, Judas was so blinded and driven by deception that he would give up the king for the price of a field. After they had laughed, they had shared food and wine, and I'm sure after they'd even shared some tears with one another. There, around a table. And then there is today, Monday, Thursday, the day that found him once again around a table with his 12 disciples. The word Monday comes from the Latin term mandatum, which means mandate or command. It was here around the table sharing a meal that Jesus gave his new commandment. In John 13, 34, it says, A new commandment I give to you, that you love one another, just as I have loved you. There, in the midst of intimate conversation and the breaking of bread, he shares the whole of his gospel, to love each other as he loved them, as he loves us. His great command shared around a table. Strikes me how many beautiful moments Jesus shared with his friends during this week around a table, sharing a savory meal and a sweet conversation. Like Jesus, we need to become people of the table to find our community, our family, our friends, our connection, to come to the place that we can be most honest, most vulnerable, and most intimately connected with one another as we share a meal together around a table. Oh, that we may consider a more extravagant and selfless life of serving his image bearers instead of choosing to live lives of selfish compromise. How will we choose to spend heartfelt time with Jesus the rest of this week and in the weeks beyond? Will we allow our worship to spill over into lavish, extravagant giving as we contemplate each day the price that he paid for our life? I pray that each one of you who hears this, whether it is on the morning of Monday, Thursday, or any other day, that you would feel the grace that God has so lavishly poured over you. As one of my pastors says, may you know that you know that you know in your knower that you are seen, known, and unconditionally loved by the Creator who creatively made you. Until next time, go out and find a creative way to make someone smile.